Welcome to the Up and Running Podcast, where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. Hello and welcome to the Up and Running Podcast. This is episode number 26. In this episode, I discuss an interesting running paradox, which is to run fast, you actually first have to run slow. Sounds weird, doesn't it? Well, it is. I was first exposed to this idea of running slow to run fast as a high school cross-country runner. Summertime for high school cross-country is synonymous with training camp and running long, slow miles over the course of the summer to prepare for the upcoming season. High school cross-country season begins in early September. This means that athletes must begin their training in summer to be fit and ready to go soon after Labor Day. My coach taught us how we needed to build a base of mileage in the summer, and many of these runs would be slow, long runs each week, and the end of the week would end with a long run, typically double the mileage of the lowest mileage day. So how is it that running slow helps you run fast? So it boils down to two key sports science concepts centered on how our bodies generate and process energy when we run. These are aerobic and anaerobic activity. Let's first define what aerobic activity is. Aerobic activity is defined by the American College of Sports Medicine as any activity that uses large muscle groups can be maintained continuously and is rhythmic in nature. The key word in the definition as applied to the sport of running is continuously. When we run, our body uses oxygen to power our muscles. Oxygen that we breathe in, along with stored glycogen and fat, fuel our activity. Your body's most efficient method of transforming fuel into energy requires oxygen, but sometimes your demand for energy exceeds the rate at which enough oxygen is immediately available. This zone where oxygen is not immediately available for the workload we're doing is known as the anaerobic zone. Periods when we are in the anaerobic zone are running at a race pace or doing high-intensity intervals, for example. So how then does all this relate to running slow gets you to run fast? For runners to eventually run fast, their bodies need to get used to staying in the aerobic zone for longer periods. This is accomplished by running in that aerobic zone for longer periods. So what you do is, over time, you slowly start to incrementally increase the distance on your runs, and that keeps you out there running longer, and therefore in the aerobic zone longer. So on race day, the longer an athlete stays in the aerobic zone, on the training runs, the more they'll be able to go faster by burning fat and not consuming glycogen stores too quickly. So those are the technical parts of it. So having been a runner myself for the past 29 years and having competed at both the high school level and collegiate level, I can tell you that the more long and slow runs that I did over the summer periods, the better shape I came into the season with, and I was able to run faster with seemingly less effort. That's what it feels like. And we often talk about it in terms of overall running fitness level. 
So even now, and recently I've been training with my son Russell, who just started training for his first high school cross-country season. And what I've seen in myself is I've become more consistent, uh, just because I'm getting out there five days a week at this point. And incrementally, I'm, I'm increasing my distances on the runs that I do on my own. So I've seen my fitness level get better over the past couple of months, and I'm definitely seeing my mile splits drop. And that's always a lot of fun. So that's encouraging to me because as I add more distance into my runs, I know I'll gradually work into eight and 10 mile distances. And so that's gonna be a lot of fun too because I know that's gonna translate into me getting faster mile split times, especially as I sign up for some virtual 5K and 10Ks coming up in the fall. Let's take a quick break now for my newest partner to the Up and Running podcast, The Gateau Shop. The Gateau Shop is a brand new bakery in the city of Anaheim Hills. The Gateau Shop makes delicious and really creative custom cakes, pastries like macaroons, cake bars, croissants, and more. And they just announced that they're now serving Vietnamese coffee. So when you're in the Anaheim Hills area, definitely stop off at the Gateau Shop. It is located at 5557 East Santa Ana Canyon Road, Suite 101. Stop in and say hello to Sally Mock. She's the owner. And you may have actually seen her on the Food Network as well, where she was a recent winner on Winner Cake All. That's crazy good. So now I get to talk about something I really love and that's really crazy good food. So I want to share with you a real gem. Do you like Mexican food? I love it. So if you're like me, you'll be happy to learn about an amazing Mexican restaurant called El Farolito. El Farolito is truly authentic Mexican food. You know as soon as you taste their refried beans. That's one of my barometers. Do the refried beans have lard? And yes, they do at El Farolito. The taste of their food is, like I said, crazy good. On a recent visit there, I had their enchiladas verdes, which are chicken enchiladas topped with green tomatillo sauce. Let me tell you, come hungry because the portion sizes are big. I ate the whole thing though because I was hungry and it was so good. The Spanish rice was flavorful and it doesn't taste processed or boil in a bag, no way. It tasted the way it should, like it was just made with a homemade recipe, as was the refried beans. So El Farolito has an extensive menu of traditional Mexican dishes. I'm going to read a few of them here now to give you a taste. So I'm going to share with you some of the house specialties at El Farolito. So here we go. Let's start with the steak picado, which is tender pieces of steak sauteed in their ranchera sauce. They also feature camarones rancheros, 
which are five shrimp in branchera sauce, served with rice, beans, and tortillas. One of my favorites is pork carnitas. That's tender pieces of pork carnitas with a side of pico de gallo and warm tortillas. Now, if you're a menudo lover, as I am, you'll be happy to know that they make menudo fresh on Saturdays and Sundays. They start serving it at 7 a.m. and they serve it until they run out. So get there early on Saturday or Sunday because I'm sure it doesn't last very long. So if you're looking to be in the Placentia, California area anytime soon, that's where El Farolito is located. Placentia is bordered by the city of Fullerton, California, and also your Belinda, California. So give a call. I'm going to put in my show notes the website for El Farolito. Give them a call before you head over there so you can find out uh, you know, what they're doing right now. I know I was just there, so I can tell you that you know, I, I was able to dine in their restaurant that may have changed from just a couple days ago because of the evolving COVID-19 situation that's out here in Orange County, California. Um, but I do know they have dine-out options. So give them a call, see how things are going, and stop off there. Their food is absolutely crazy good. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Up and Running podcast. We discussed aerobic and anaerobic activity and how they relate specifically to this interesting paradox in the sport of running, which is run slow to run fast. So if you ever hear people talking about that or you read an article, that's what it is. Uh, it's, It's a concept that's been around for a very long time and it's been proven. So we know that if you do long, slow, easy miles, it will do nothing but improve your overall running fitness and in actuality, it will help you run faster. So thank you to all my loyal listeners for tuning in. I'm looking forward to another show coming up soon, so stay tuned. Check out my Instagram site. That's where I post updates. I also put out what the upcoming topics are for the Up and Running podcast uh, shows are going to be. And then uh, I'm also going to be uploading uh, a little YouTube little clip that is going to be a little preview of this particular podcast episode. So you can also find me on Facebook under my name, Paul Ventura, and over at Instagram at Run With Paul. And my YouTube channel is by the same name, which is Run With Paul, R U N W I T P A U L. As always, thank you for turning in and enjoy your next run.